0: and the lack of control that was felt by passengers last year is one that we will never forget. We won't either, because it was hell. That is uh, the CEO of the Greater Toronto Airport Authority, Deborah Flint, saying, look, we are ready as we head into uh, the busiest uh, travel season of the year. No question about it, but they do say they're ready over at the GTAA, despite the fact that uh, we still have labor shortages uh, across a lot of the departments. And um, this is the governing body uh, of Pearson. Uh, So they're in charge of the running of the operation, um, you know, which was a disaster. They dealt with uh, snowstorms that forced cancellations uh, throughout flights at the airport. Uh, Of course, uh, last year, just couldn't get the job done, whether it was baggage, whether it was planes leaving, letting you sit on the runway. So a lot of people are saying, I don't want this kind of travel experience again. And they're saying, okay, that's not going to happen. But there was a whole bunch of buts in her press conference. But, you know, the fine print on this is that uh, critics are saying, look, unless you fix all these shortages, it is uh, a recipe possibly for more chaos. I want to bring Captain Tim Perry into the conversation, Canada president of the Airline Pilots Association, which represents 1,850 pilots at WestJet and Swoop. Good to have you, Captain.
1: Glad to be here, Alex. I don't know
0: if you heard the annoy, uh, the announcement. They uh, now say at the GTAA they're at pre-COVID levels. But, you know, we don't live pre-COVID anymore. This is a whole new world. And so the way I understand it, there's still some big labor shortages. And the big one, I think, would be with pilots.
1: Yeah. So that, it's true to say that the, the pilot supply uh, is... Um, stressed right now and that there's um, a surge in demand there's no question about that but I think to call it a pilot shortage Mm -hmm. or a labor shortage for pilots is is an oversimplification we really have uh, a a attraction and retention issue um, where where pilots are in many many cases uh, just leaving their job for a better Mm -hmm. one somewhere else in Canada somewhere else in the world And, and that really does strain the system.
0: It's also incredible, given how much one has to pay and the training that you have to go to become one. That's not the kind of job you go into training for to leave and find something else. It's a pretty dedicated uh, life. And and those, I think, who do it absolutely are passionate about it. And so, you know, when we can't retain those jobs, then it creates the shortages. And and it's not like you can train them overnight. And so is it better? Because the, the, the minister on this, Al Gabra, he's well aware of this, but have they done anything to fix it?
1: Um, you know, I think that we have a lot of work in front of us uh, as an industry uh, that includes, um, you know, the, the minister's work and, and industry work and, and work from labor associations to make a long term uh, fix to attract and retain pilots into the industry. You're right. It costs a lot more today than it did when I started um, you know, around 20 years ago. And I mean, three or four times uh, the outlay to get uh, qualified to do this job and and we really need to make um, the industry more attractive and and uh, and increase access.
0: yeah, uh, one of the issues certainly is um, I think from listening to what they were saying at the GTAA is that while they may be ready to go because they've hired so many people, there are other departments um, and it's like a, a domino effect. so if you don't have enough air traffic controllers, which they had a shortage of this past weekend then you know, planes can't get off the ground. You kind of need air traffic controllers and then you've got, you know, shortages of baggage if you don't have those numbers up, if people aren't trained in time and ready to go, what you end up having is this domino effect that no matter how great the GTAA is, it, it 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 impacts the whole place.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. And uh, we we are in touch with the air traffic controllers as well. And and they've been uh, saying for quite some time that they're not doing enough to uh, attract and retain air traffic controllers. And, and and you know, it's not the kind of problem that you can ignore for a long period of time. You maybe can ignore it for a short period of time. But all that catches up with you as the summer approaches. And so... We absolutely have to do it. Both pilots and air traffic controllers are, you know, it's a, it's a specialized skill mm-hmm. set and it's globally in demand. So we, we can't just ignore the problem.
0: I, I would put mechanics in there, too, because I really want to make sure the plane's fixed, right? Because uh, the fear of God is in me as soon as I step Put on one of those things. So I I don't want anyone cutting corners as far as their training and/or what their role is with uh, planes. Um, But one of the things that that they talk about is that they're going to increase more flights. Okay, that's great. But if you don't have the pilots, um, you know, who say, "Look, we're not paid enough." uh, You know, if if they start to call in sick or they haven't ever had enough turnaround time, because we're also not factoring in like if there's a delay because of a thunderstorm or something. You know, pilots have to have a certain amount of time where they get to rest and eat and, and then fly again. And so can you kind of characterize what the situation is as far as how much extra in pilots do we have to stave off, let's say, that rainy day or when people call in sick? Do we have enough?
1: So that, I think that's a really good question. And I, re, I, I, uh, I think you characterized it very, very well. Um, first of all, aviation, whether it's maintenance or pilots, how much rest they get and, and how much they fly in a month, it's highly, highly regulated. So it's not something that flexes particularly well. So airlines have to be properly staffed in all of their departments in order to deliver on the on the tickets that they've sold. Um, so and, and right now um, we are. And you need a little bit of you need a buffer. I, I think that's just how you put it, um, or, or basically. So, and going into the summer, um, I look at it whether it's air traffic control, whether it's pilots at WestJet uh, or or the other uh, airlines across um, uh, Canada. There's very little flex in the system. Mm. So it's it, when the, those weather events um, are not easily absorbed by by airlines when they stress their um, their their labor uh, to the to the extent that they are.
0: Yeah, and then the other thing we're preparing for, I guess, is a strike. Uh, should WestJet actually walk? I think that's uh, – when does it start? Possibly Monday? Um, I, I mean – Go ahead.
1: You no, know, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, I'll say that, um, yeah, so with the WestJet pilots, and, and the reason I mentioned them is because right. they actually are at the bargaining table right now, uh, and, you know, with a focus of getting a collective agreement on or before – you know, May 16th. And uh, and it's certainly our hope that uh, that bargaining is concluded successfully. But yes, that's the timeline.
0: Yeah. And it's in the best interest, uh, I guess, for a deal to get done because the longer they stay out, if they stay out or if they're doing any kind of work to rule, again, GTAA can do everything it wants. But if if this domino starts, then it just starts to, you know, to ripple down.
1: Yeah, the, the whole the whole aviation uh, transportation system is is sort of an ecosystem, so it, you know, it doesn't work without all the parts. It's not healthy with all the parts, so that's absolutely correct. GTA can't, um, you know, people aren't going to fly in uh, Toronto um, when there's uh, labour issues, whether it's shortages that, uh, with baggage or contract issues at, at WestJet. Uh, you know, the list goes on, but these things have to um, fall into place, and we all have a role to make sure that happens.
0: What do you see as the biggest vulnerability?
1: Um, well, I, like I say, there, the, uh, it, it's one of those industries where uh, there are linchpins all over the place. But I mean, um, you know, as the president of the Airline Pilots Association in Canada, um, you know, there's it's it's I'm most familiar with the with the pilot labor issues and the supply demand curve. And so, I mean, I can tell you that it, it, it is strained and, and airlines like West should have an attraction retention issue. They have to do more in order to, uh, again, deliver.
0: Stay tuned on this one, Uh, but I will ask you this, and uh, it it doesn't have to be because you've got the data, but are there going, do you foresee that people should just uh, be prepared that it's going to be, it could get chaotic again? Is this like the new norm?
1: Well, uh, I'd really like to say that it's not the new norm. I am a glass full type of person, (laughs) and I think, but it's right now, um, you know, hope isn't isn't a plan so we really do have to do all the things that are required and and so we need to achieve a collective agreement at, at, at Weston and that's not going to happen by um, you know hoping so I, I don't think it's the new norm um, but we all have to make the adjustments uh, to, um, to to get through the summer and, and have a good travel season.
0: Yeah, hope is the only strategy we seem to have these days, and I think we're starting to pay the cost on it uh, instead of getting it done. All right, we'll uh, keep tuned to that and see how that impacts things, but I appreciate your time on this.
1: Good to talk to you, Alex. Thanks for having me.
0: That's uh, Captain Tim Perry. He's with the uh, Airline Pilots Association. So again. He knows the pilot side of this the most, but uh, there are a whole bunch of departments that are saying, yeah, we got more staff. We still don't have the numbers we need. We still have shortages. We still have issues of training. We still can't get the paperwork. And with the pilots, the big thing is that, you know, if they can't get their brakes in and their turnaround time is shortened, you know, then you're putting the pilot in danger, which means you, the flyer, is put into danger. Uh, Or if they call in sick. You know, so there's a lot of moving parts. It's not as uh, as, as easy, I think as uh, the GTAA would like us to believe. So while I would love to think that we're uh, getting back to normal, I do think that we have a bunch of really big outstanding issues that still very much need to be solved if we truly want to get, you know back to normalcy.